I just thought, you know, so many more people need to know about this because it's helped me. And if I've always been one that's been active and I couldn't work out, there must be so many other people out there that, that can't get a workout in either. And um, thought someone needs to do this app. Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is another fantastic episode of the Archapreneur Now podcast. And today I hope you brought your energy because we are going to get so, so, so pumped up with my guest today, Tammy Uida. She created this amazing app called FitSpark. I don't know if you've heard of it, but you should, because as soon as I got it downloaded on my phone, it was like, oh my gosh, this is like everything I could have ever imagined that is actually going to motivate me uh, to be able to fit into my crazy tight schedule to do the exercises that I need to keep my heart pumping like a champion, right? So you could literally open up this app and she's got exercises that she's done anywhere from like 5 to 21 minutes long with videos of how to do them. So if you're trying to cram in exercise into your day in between busy tasks, in between driving back and forth, managing kids, she is a pro at this. She has three kids of her own. And this episode is amazing because we go through why she made this app, how the routine is is so awesome and why it works and why it's so effective and the the best part of it, you know, fitting into your schedule. And the actual process of her creating this app, step by step. So, I want you to hang on tight, but I want you to go put your tennis shoes on too, because this is awesome. Download the app. You can get all the links on the show notes at artsynow.com forward slash 88. And again, Tammy Uida, incredible, fit spark. Here we go. Come on, everybody, let me hear that beat. Come on, come on, everybody, let me hear that stickity stickity riggity dickity beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here we go now. Who wants to get a little bit funky out there? Who wants to get a little creative out there, huh? Yeah. Which one of you wants to get a little bit artsy now? Well, then get on with your bad selves. You're out there just sitting around in your chair acting like a lazy ass fool. You better get that lazy booty up and do some stretching or two. Because my guest today is here to spark up your fitness life. And she's making it super duper easy to do so through the very beautiful FitSpark app. She's a physiotherapist, a certified fitness instructor. And she's a loving, caring mother. A skidamarinkity-dinkity-dink, a skidamarinkity-doo-hoo. All the way from Canada, Tammy, you are the entrepreneur now. What is going on? Hey, he. thank you for that awesome introduction. <laughs> so welcome. <laughs> I, I wanted to add in that you're a loving, caring mother because we were scheduled a couple days ago and you had to go. Uh, I, I tried to push the interview back because I was at a doctor and you said you had to go pick up your kiddos from school and they'd be all over you. So, when you have those little monkeys, your priorities change, right? That is. And that's part of, uh, part of the reason why I got into what I'm doing now to see if I can spend some more time with those little ones while they're still little. Yeah. And, and they look up to you. So you're doing the right thing. They're going to see all this mm-hmm. creativity and you really creating the life that you want to have, which is the whole 
point of this show in general. So I'm super pumped to have you on. Like I mentioned in the intro, you're, you're the creator of FitSpark app and Everybody out there, you can get this in iOS. Is this available on Android also? Oh, too? we have Android love too. Yes, we're on both platforms nice. for sure. Wow. Playing for both teams there. Totally. And you're, you're a physiotherapist and you're obviously a certified group fitness instructor. Your background is fitness. I don't know your extensive background, which we can get into in a second, but it is, it's amazing to me what you've been able to accomplish with this app especially given that you didn't know anything about making apps beforehand, right? And yeah. I want to say to everybody out there, this is the reason that my girlfriend quit her gym membership. She didn't only quit her gym membership, she paid the like $300 fee to cancel it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Because she she literally, I, I tried to get her to look at it because you, you sent that nice referral code and, and she didn't do it for like two weeks, right? And then I finally <laughs> said, have you looked at that app yet? And she, she opened it up and then like the next day she was just like, oh my gosh, you'll never believe this is exactly the same stuff they do at the gym as far as the reason I like the program at the gym so much is because we could do this. They would give you these short, fast, efficient workouts. They were always different and she'd never seen that anywhere else before. But now it's on an app where you can do it at home. So it's like it just hit her like, why would I be paying when I could just open this up? And I'll let you go into explaining it a little bit if you want because – I know as much as the few times that I've used it with her around where you can literally like pick a different amount of time, right? Whatever, whatever amount of time that you have. And then it, it pops up these certain exercises. And I'm, I'm guessing that you can go into, I don't know if you can filter by exercise types, but if you want to go ahead and start by just sort of giving us a rundown of FitSpark and why it's so damn awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. You know, honestly, when we set out to do FitSpark, Um, The key thing we had in mind was to keep it simple for the user and because I have a background in physical therapy and a background in in, um, group fitness, initially my idea was to go in and be able to offer different types of options and and have a library and have all these different different options that people could do. But in the end, we just decided that it was just the best if we could keep things as simple as we could for the user. So all they have to do now is when they get into the app, you choose, like you said, the amount of time that you have available between 7 to 20 minutes, keeping it short and sweet. Um, then you get to preview the workout that FitSpark actually systematically generates for you. So we go through five different main body areas um, in a systematic manner and use the, the app will actually choose from hundreds of exercises that we've shot for this and will, um, like I said, systematically create the workout for you that you then get to preview and once you preview it, you can actually see each of the exercises that will be in your workout that day. And if you don't know the particular exercise, you can click on the video and it'll show you the video and give you audio explanation for the exercise so that when you do hit the workout and you hit start, you're ready to go. You know what you're going to do and you just get into it and focus on your workout. So really just quick and easy to get into the app, get working out. And once you've finished working out, it will show you then the muscle groups that you just finished exercising and overlay that onto another human graph that will then show you your progress over time as you continue to work out with FitSpark. So just a little something that will keep you motivated and also accountable so that you continue to keep working out regularly. Yeah. And you are, these videos are like you, right? You're, <laughs> you've, you've filmed all these and, and I'm guessing a lot of these are your workouts and it's, it's amazing because you have all that energy and it's really it's it's infectious to the people that are going to be watching these videos. I mean, you you do a very good job of making people want to do them. Thanks. And I th- yeah, no, it was it wasn't something that you know. Honestly, in all honesty, I did not intend to be in the app to start with. But um, my developers had seen the uh, 
the videos that I had started posting on social media and said, just be in the app. It's, you know, it's, um, you're doing it already. So do that for the app. And so that's kind of how it evolved. Yeah. And you built that whole brand around it too. And where, where are you on YouTube, I guess? Do you have a YouTube channel or a Vimeo? You know channel? what? That's, that's coming up. I, I have been slow to get there, to be honest. And that, but that is on my next, um, on my list of the next things to do because it's all, I have all the video. It's just a matter of getting it up there. So, um, my main channel right now is Instagram. So, um, I have a great following and very loyal followers on Instagram who, um, support me well and I continue to, to share workouts there. Um, but Facebook is also my other main channel. So, yeah. What are, what are the, your handles on those two so I can put them in the show notes? Right. So Instagram is at TinCam, T-I-N-K-A-M. And Facebook, it's just the uh, FitSpark Facebook page. So F-I-T-S-P-A-R-K. Awesome blossom. <laughs> so, yeah, I love, I love having you on because m- most of the audience and most people that I have on the show are actually creatives in some sort of way whether they're starving artists or musicians or creative entrepreneurs of some type. And I think that a lot of people, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter if you're an artist or musician, but most people that are in, in this style profession, they seem to be inside a lot, right? Or sitting down or painting or not that active. And to me, I feel like life is so much more when you include fitness and exercise and it, and it's, it takes you to a whole nother level that you never thought was possible. So coming from somebody like you who, who's very well versed in fitness and, and why it's so awesome and why people should take part in it, what, what do you think these creatives should be doing and why do you think they should be active? What benefits are there for them um, in, in the long run and really short term as well as far as energy or attitude or, or health in general? Right. Honestly, exercise has been a huge part of my life. And, and I never really considered myself an artist by any means, because I've always been more science minded, to be honest. But starting this process has been something that um, has really enabled me to start to, to develop the more artistic side of me. And as I started to get more and more into that process and sitting more and more at the computer and spending longer days um, at the computer that I never had before, that's when I really found it so important just to get these short, fast workouts in, whether it be to do workouts similar to these in my app before I developed it, or go for a quick run just to get the creative juices going. Because that's when I really found that when I was doing more endurance things like a run, that ideas would come to me and flow a little bit better as I was running. But if I wasn't doing something like a run, if I was doing something more immediate, like these high intensity interval training workouts, it was after I finished that and sat down back at the computer that you really felt the benefits of that. And I found that ideas just came more clearly and I was able to have that much more energy to be able to put into what I was doing for the rest of that session. And honestly, that just really stood out to me because again, usually I'm a very active person in my professional day-to-day life outside of this, but it really became that much more apparent once I started to sit at that computer a lot more for sure. Yeah, I think that people really sell themselves short by by not by not getting out there and exercising because it seems like such a daunting task to be able to get up and do it. But really, ninety nine point nine percent of the of the hassle is just taking that first step, right? Just deciding that you're going to drive to the gym or deciding that you're actually going to open the app up yeah. or deciding that you're going to do that first pull up or whatever it may be. And you're making it so easy for them because if they are sitting in a chair, they can push a button on their phone, right? And right. it walks them through it. Exactly. I mean, hey, you only have seven minutes. We'll just do this for seven minutes. It'll be gone before you know it. 
And I think that's I love genius. that you just said that because that was honestly one of the main things that as we continued to push through the development and creation of this, I just wanted to make it easy for people and really start to reduce the barriers to exercise because you know, once you have any barrier at all, that becomes the barrier that you cannot exercise with. And for me, it was the fact that I just couldn't get to the gym. You know, after my third son, I realized that two years had gone by. I had a gym membership. I'd always been kind of a gym rat, so to speak. But up until that point, two years after my third son, I'd only been to the gym five times. And I realized, you know what, I'm using the fact that I can't get to the gym as my excuse to not exercise. And so if I can remove that barrier by um, doing something like working out at home, um, that that excuse is gone. And so really with this app, that's what we aim to do was to hit something that would reduce those barriers to exercise, namely time. So that's why the workouts are so short, only 7 to 20 minutes. Um, lack of, of, of access to equipment. So there's no, you don't need equipment to do Fitspark. It's body weight based. Um, we do have the ability to add other pieces of equipment like dumbbells, for example, are included as a bonus in this run, but we'll be including other pieces of equipment later on. And just knowledge. So that's why we included things like the explanations, video and audio demonstrations so that people who didn't uh, or, you know, weren't as familiar with exercise would feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. How awesome. And think of that. She's solving her own problem, right? <laughs> this huge. was made for me. And that's, you know, when we tried to decide who is this youth for, I said, you know, this is for people like me. I don't want to pretend to know another another person or what their needs are. There are so many other moms or so many other busy working people that just don't have time in their day to get to a gym or feel intimidated maybe to go to a class or, you know, just don't have access to equipment or the knowledge. And really for a very, very small price, you have all that right in your fingertips. Yeah. And there's no, there's no $200 sign up fee. There's no monthly fee. There's no yearly contract, right? Right. Very little commitment. It's just one time and you're done. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's amazing. And I, I, I love this whole process because I, I love cutting out the middleman and letting people see that they are 100% capable of doing these things themselves. So yeah. I, I, I'm curious as to how you got from your background in fitness and, and, <laughs> and all that to, to getting to the point where you were like, hey, I want to make an app out of this and, and figuring that process out. So if you don't mind, give us a rundown of, of sort of your background sure. through, through school or whatever you might have had, uh, your, your activities that you were always involved with, your specialties. And how that has evolved up to today or the, the time you were sitting there when it actually hit you like, hey, mm. I want to make this app because I don't think there's there's people sitting out there, right? And then they're really good at one thing, but mostly 100% of the time, they're not going to jump into another area like creating <laughs> an app. If they have no idea how to do it, they're going to be scared of it. But you literally just wiped that fear right off your chest, right? And and you went and attacked it. And so I'm, I'm definitely curious to learn a little bit about that. Right. So honestly, all my life, like I said, I've, I've been involved in either sport or, or fitness in some way. And it, it was just a lifestyle for me. And so I didn't really realize, I think, as I was growing up and went through school and, and even into my early professional career as a physical therapist, how much um, influence that had on my life overall. And when I got into physical therapy, the type of physical therapy that I specialize in is in occupational rehabilitation, which I'm basically training people to return back to work. So that line of physio really forced me to um, um, use my knowledge in fitness as a certified fitness instructor to help people train to become physically stronger, have more endurance and that kind of thing for their jobs. So right from my background as a physical therapist, my whole focus is on functional fitness and really doing what I can to get people so that they can physically, you know, enjoy their lives and, and get through their days more easily. And so 
basically, like I said, after my third son, I, I realized that I really wasn't getting to the gym and I started to feel like a little bit of a hypocrite where I said, yeah, I mean, you should be exercising regularly and here I am, I've been to the gym five times in two years. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, at that point I really realized, okay, I'm getting older and um, I can feel the, ben- the, the, the losses of not working out starting to hit me a little bit more and it kind of scared me a little bit. And at that point there, looked to see if I could find another way to get into regular uh, exercise again. And that's when I discovered high intensity interval training and working out at home. And I have to say in the beginning, I totally poo-pooed home workouts. I was always like a gym rat, like I said, and thought really those that work out at home are just, you know, moms who have nothing better to do with their days. And, 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 and really, what are you going to do at home that you can't, that's going to match anything that you can do at a gym with all the fancy equipment. But it shocked me when I did my first workouts with high intensity interval training, how efficient they were. And what really surprised me was that how the next day and the day after that, I was feeling the effects of that 15 minute workout and it totally floored me. And so I was hooked right away. And um, the fact that it really took no effort for me to be able to get a workout in um, just encouraged me to keep on going and, and use that as a stepping stone to get back into some of my other physical activities and, and sports. So, um, with that came, <laughs> at my 40th birthday, uh, an opportunity to apply for an ambassadorship with, a, um, with Oakley came up and I ended up applying and my nine-year-old son at that point there took videos and photos of me and I, again, I was usually one taking the videos and photos at that point and I said, I always joke to my husband, if I died, my kids wouldn't know what I looked like because I was always the one taking the pictures. <laughs> So anyways, my son took this uh, video and photo entry of me and sent it in. And surprisingly enough, I ended up getting the ambassadorship and that led me on to social media. They uh, required that we be um, have a presence on social media. So that's kind of where I started to get my feet wet in the internet. And that was just three years ago. And so um, by that way, I actually came across Shalene Johnson, who is a a celebrity fitness trainer, but who also has uh, quite an empire with respect to self-development and business development online. And so ended up doing a course with her, two courses actually. And in that, one of the one of the homework pieces was to actually use online uh, freelance websites to be able to post something that would help you further your kind of um, direction in trying to get to one of your dream jobs and or dream project, for example. And I, you know, I had to sit there and sort of think, what would my dream project or dream job be? And, you know, I, since I started doing the high intensity interval training, I just thought, you know, so many more people need to know about this because it's helped me. And if I've always been one that's been active and I couldn't work out, there must be so many other people out there that that can't get a workout in either. Okay. And um, thought someone needs to do this app. And and I thought that for three years. And finally, when she gave us that homework, I was like, you know what? How about an app? And she said, you know what? If you you can post that, if you if you just kind of get responses, and you'll say, yeah, 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 you don't want to do it. You just take it down and say, that's good. I was just, you know, I'm, I'm done. Thanks. So I posted it on one of these websites and woke up the next morning and there were 95 companies from around the world banging on my door to do this fitness app. Really? <laughs> so what I website kind of was it? It's Elance. Oh, yeah. And so I totally, I totally felt at that point, little pressure going, well, I can't really say sorry, joking, <laughs> just joking. It was a homework project. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, my husband, who is amazing and has been an amazing support through all this, um, he, he was the one who really just encouraged me and said, you know what, Tom, you've been talking about doing this or thinking about doing this. This is maybe your chance and, and you know, just give it and put a lot of thought and did some research into it and and decided, you know what, we're just gonna we're just gonna go for it. And, you know, I honestly have to say that I felt that I had a lot of um I had a lot of support from 
my my husband and my family, but also just other other organizations and, and, and people around me who just encouraged me that really, really made it me feel like it was possible that I could do this. And really, it was their support that that made me take that step for sure. So yeah, that was a year ago, about a year, 13 months ago. And at that time, I had no idea what a URL was. I didn't know that you needed an email list. I didn't know I, I didn't know anything about anything online. And so it has been a huge learning curve for me. But again, I've had some pretty amazing mentors in this last year and kudos to them for getting me to where I am right now for sure. Yeah, and the, the beautiful thing about it is it, it absolutely can be done, right? It doesn't matter how yeah. scared you are, you you took that leap and yeah. it's nuts. I mean to think about that. You, you didn't you were kind of scared to put that out there, right? And then you had ninety five oh, totally. companies that were breaking down your door. What what where did it go from there when you actually decided on a company to help you out with this? What was the process of actually going from the idea and what you had in mind in your head to actually beasting it out and really how how long did that take you? It, it took was, you about a year up to now? Well, the actual flow of the app took us probably and design probably took us about four months for us to do it. And I have to say my, the company that I've been working with has been awesome in that we met five days a week via Skype um, uh, for an hour to two hours per working day night for the four months and really hammered out every single detail of the app before they even put one line of code down. And so we knew exactly what we were looking to do by the time, um, by the time they started to code it. And the other, the other amazing point that turning point that I think really made it with the app was when we finally got to the point where we thought, okay, we're solid with what we see is we took it to the beta test. And I had a phenomenal group of beta testers that I said, give me, give me what you got, because honestly, I'd rather know now than later. And they were so amazing at giving us feedback that really made the app that much more tight and that much more user friendly. So kudos to them for, for giving me the feedback for sure. Yeah, that's incredible. It really is. What? Yeah, I feel very lucky, Heath. Honestly, people have been so supportive, and I'm from a small town here in Canada, and in Canada, and it's it's um, it's been amazing to have that community support behind me as well. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough about. Initially, I sort of felt a little bit of trepidation because you're in a smaller community. You sort of think, oh, what are people going to think, and who does she think she is, and that kind of thing. But honestly, I've had nothing but positive feedback and support from the community and members around me. Yeah, and now you're on your way to creating this life where you can spend more time with your kids, right? I hope. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's so, it's so magical to think about because I really am a huge believer that everything anybody ever dreams of or imagines is literally sleeping on the other side of that comfort zone, and if they just uh, wake it up, right? If they just kick it around the backside and yeah. get it moving a little bit, I mean, literally, you're you are your own lottery ticket. So if you just Absolutely. invest in yourself a little bit and yeah. you take a little bit of risk everything that you've ever dreamed of can can come true and you're obviously right in the middle of it and you're you're making it very apparent that we can do these things that we once thought weren't even possible i mean you went from not knowing what a url was <laughs> to having an amazingly clean developed beautiful and effective ios app that's that's literally out there helping or in and, and, and android i'm sorry guys <laughs> helping people change their lives you know you there's something much bigger than just putting an app out there. I mean, people are using this app to change their lives. And then it's, from there, it's, it's infectious. I mean, it, the energy keeps flowing. So right. yeah, it's an and, amazing And that's, thing. that's kind of when I looked at trying to find a name for this. I was so glad when 
I realized FitSpark was available. Um, to find something that's available not only as a, in, on the App Store, but also on, on both Google Play and iOS and yeah. iOS Store, but also as a domain name, to come up with something like this was <laughs> was great. And I have to say, the .com was not available because it was taken by someone else, and they actually gifted it to me when they found out what I was doing. So it was that was oh, just wow. an amazing sign right there. I thought way back in the beginning. So so grateful for that. But the name FitSpark really spoke in two ways to me in that one, the, the type of workout is a spark of fitness, a short, fast heat of a workout that you just get this jolt from. But also, I really wanted people to look at it as, you know what, this may not be the be-all, end-all workout, and this is all you need, but really just a spark of fitness that can start lighting fires for you, whether it be to travel down the pathway of more fitness yeah. or perhaps trying another sport or activity or just light your confidence in yourself and really see if you can, uh, what more you can do because you feel more confident in your own skin. Yeah. What, what do you think some of the hardest things about doing this were? Oh, for me, it was really honestly just getting a grip on the whole digital world. I just, sometimes for me, I found it frustrating because I didn't even know what questions to ask. I knew there were probably some questions I should be asking, but I just had no idea what to ask. So it was in those times that I really relied and found um, for the first time, how important mentors are. And, and that's just been so valuable to have people around me that have, have been so willing to share their expertise with me and help me and support me that way there that um, it's been totally key in getting me this far and keeping me sane. <laughs> yeah. people, people are so afraid that, that nobody out there wants to hear about them or what they want to do, and it's completely untrue. I mean, I was right. in the same boat. I used to think that. And literally one email that I sent that got a response changed everything for me. Right. And and it has all just kind of skyrocketed to where I am now. I have this show where I get to talk to amazing people all over the world just like you. And I'll tell you what, 8 months ago I didn't know what a podcast was, right? Totally. Yeah, I'm the like, world is is yeah. such a small place now, right? And online just makes it so much more attainable and and I never knew the power everyone always said oh the world is at your fingertips on the internet and yeah I just never knew what that meant until I started to delve into this and you realize wow the power of the internet is amazing and no matter what specialty or what interest you have there's possibility there and um, it still boggles my mind yeah so so what are some things that you do I mean you have th you have three children I do so are they all boys they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, you're gonna have your hands full so, They're good boys. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got three children, right? You you have had this probably a day job on the side and you've taken right. this initiative to create this app. How do you manage all this? What are <laughs> what are some what are some habits that you put into place or like what what do you do to make it all work in, in general? I mean, what do you have anything that other people can take and use as actual plans as well? I mean, what are the tips to to you? Because everybody's a little bit different. Yeah, you know what? I honestly have to say, in the first um, in the first months of this, I just flew by the seat of my pants, and it 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 was to the point where I knew I was doing too much, and and it was felt like I was in way over my head, and I was impinging on family time too much. And once I once I kind of really sat back and thought, okay, this this can't go on. At that point, really started to work the systems with respect to setting setting guidelines and limitations on when I was on on you know working from home and um, and making lists. Uh, and that was something that actually took a little bit of work because uh, I am, like I said, science-minded, But I, and I would make these humongous lists because I knew there were so many things that needed to be done now. I'd make this crazy list of things that needed to be done. 
And I check one thing off and add two more. And so it got to the point where I felt that I was never getting ahead. And I just got more and more frustrated with the fact that I, I just couldn't get things off my list. So what really helped was when someone finally said, you know, you have to make a realistic list and and be feeling, feel that accomplishment. Because even after I launched the app, I realized at that point there, I didn't feel like I'd accomplished things yet because I just felt like I still had so much more to do. So with anyone getting into something like this, really making those lists of your daily uh, things to do to make it realistic and really start to um, ensure that you count for time that you, you know, build in a buffer for time so that you don't feel pressure all the time to continue to work down that list and that you do have time to answer that phone or get a load of laundry done or go grocery shopping, that kind of thing. Because again, you p- I put such high expectations on myself that I just never felt that I was getting there. And since I realized that, it's made it a lot more fun and a lot more happy and I, I feel that I'm able actually to make some accomplishments yeah I can't agree with you more being realistic about it I've been in that whole trench of having three billion things on a list and just ended up face down pants down in the bushes instead because yeah. it was overwhelming yeah. but now like literally my method is to I've got a whiteboard it's a physical whiteboard right. and I will write my two main goals if I can accomplish anything for the day I want to do these two things and I'll write them down there and I won't put anything around them and then I have another extended list that I can browse when I'm looking for two things to put on that board. Right. But if you do that, if you really sit down and, and imagine and envision where you want to be, and then you take like the top three ways or the top three things that are going to help you get there the fastest, and mm-hmm. then you start thinking about the smaller tasks that will get you to those three things, literally just pick two things a day that, that, right. that go in that direction, get them done. The next, that, that night, you know, you can cross them off your list and then pick two more things for the next day. It's always good to, to plan it the day before too. I mean, at least for me. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, in, and that's, that's a key. There's just being realistic about what you can accomplish. And when you say two, that's great because I had 10 on my list of things for do, to do the next day at one point and thought, you know, I realized that's just not attainable and just not realistic. The other thing that I found really helpful was to say, you know what, you've got these and you've got the priority, like you said, don't do number two until you finish number one. And yeah. I kept I kept jumping up and down the list and just never I really that finishing sometimes. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy when you're on the internet, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried rescue time? I haven't. So there's a program you can get. There's a free version that'll just, it, it doesn't lock stuff out for you, but it'll send you a, uh, a weekly summary of where you spent your time online. And you can, oh. it's like really eye-opening. But that then would you, can, be. you can pay like, it's not much. I think it's like 50 bucks for a year or something. And... You can actually have it so if you spend a certain amount of time, say on like Twitter, after right. 20 minutes it'll lock you out until the next day or until whatever you have it set for. Oh. And it'll give you warnings of how, how long you've been on things. And like it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean it'll really help, help point people in the right direction if, you get, if you're easily distracted like I am. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds wonderful. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you might, you might be a little bit more controlled than me, Tammy. No, no, no. Day to day. You're right. Last night my head exploded. I was just like all over the place. Oh no. One of the things I have to do is, is, I mean, exercise really is a main one that that'll get your head back into place and get your creative juices flowing and make you feel good. But meditation as well. And just taking, taking the time to do these personal things like you were talking about. I mean, Mm -hmm. give yourself a little buffer. Don't freak out and think that it has to be done right now, because to be honest, it doesn't, it really doesn't. Nothing, no, and once I started, I started exactly, and once I started seeing that that was impacting those around me because I was getting upset I couldn't get done and I would be snippy or you know short, 
that's when I really kind of had to give my head a shake and go, Tammy, you have to set realistic goals for yourself and, and uh, for this, your sake as well as everyone around yeah. you. So how do you, how do you feel about these guys who just like show up to the gym and like man thongs? <laughs> to each their own. If they're at the gym, I'm happy for them. <laughs> you, have you thought about incorporating any of them into some workout videos on your app? No, no, no. You know, it was interesting though, when we were developing the human graph uh, that you'll see in the app, um, that, that was a huge develop, that was a huge creative process in itself to get the neutral male and the neutral female that, that, I mean, it's so subjective, right? And, um, so just the forms themselves was interesting, but then what do you clothe them in? And at one point they were naked, which I didn't have a problem with coming from a medical background, but the developers were like, you know, there might be some that have a little problem with that. So <laughs> it was actually my, uh, my youngest son, who was in preschool um, at the time, um, who said, well, why don't you just make invisible clothes? And we're like, of course, we'll just have like see-through clothes. So they're there, but they're not. So, you know, it's been kind of a little bit of a family thing too, that, that um, inputs come on. So, Yeah. And he yeah. gets to see that and know that he was the one who came up with that idea, right? Totally, totally. So he's yeah. boasting at school, making yeah. others feel belittled. In clo- invisible clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's inspiring other kids at school. Maybe I should say it that way, not, not belittling. Well, the funny them. thing was, you know, an offshoot of working out at home really is another benefit for me, um, is that I see now that my kids see me working out. Before, I'd say, oh, I'm off to the gym now. And they wouldn't really understand what that meant. And for them now to see me sweating it out and grunting and, you know, doing the push-ups and, and all these other exercises at home, it, it really has, um, I, I think, inspired them in that the other day I came home and my son and his, his friend were down in the basement with one of the iPads, um, thinking, what are the guys doing down there? And I go down and there they are competing against each other, doing FitzSpark. <laughs> So, oh, how awesome. It's brilliant. I was just so impressed. And um, yeah, it's so there have been definite spinoffs for this personally as well. <laughs> can you, so in the app, and I'm, I don't know if this is true or not, but can you, like you said, they're competing with each other. Is that something you could do in the app or is it just them? Being uh, they were just, just saying who could poop out first, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going. Come on, let's go. That's cool. A thought for the future, though, if you could connect with somebody else through it and then compare. Yeah, no, definitely. You never know. No, Honestly, yeah, this app is something that I look at as a part of a whole of what I intend to do in the future. Um, I feel grateful that I do have a background both in physical therapy in the medical realm as well as in fitness because I really hope that I can develop more of a bridge between the two. And it became so apparent to me working in physiotherapy for the last 15 years that there's so much people can do that take very little effort, one, to prevent injury, but two, just to give them more ease in their day-to-day living. And by being active and, you know, working in the fitness world, that kind of thing is just so evident that it's just not hard to do. And again, if Fitzbrook can help do that for people, I'm so happy. So eventually I'd like to develop more in the way of how I can make that bridge a little bit more strong for people, um, um, whether they have injury or illness, um, be able to incorporate something like that as well into my company. Yeah. That, and I was actually going to get in to see what you were doing long-term, but that that's huge. I mean, it really is always mm-hmm. looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, know. it's it's something that, I mean, I have a passion both for physio and I have a passion for fitness. What really gets to me, though, is when, again, like when you see people coming into me after the fact and they've been injured and I show them a couple things or describe a couple exercises or even postural things, how very easy it is to kind of rectify some of these things. And if they had known that prior to their injury, they may not have gotten injured. So overall, I'd love to be able to put myself out of a job as a physio if I could you know, <laughs> educate people enough that they could take care of their own bodies. That would be awesome. Yeah, incredible. And do you do you have anything that you can remember where you 
it doesn't necessarily have to do with this app, but where it just did not work out no matter what, but maybe you learned from it. Hmm. That's a hard question. I have to say, I've been feeling pretty blessed this with my life. You know, I've always looked at things where when something didn't work and I knew, you know, I was pretty disappointed that whatever it was didn't work out the way I thought it should. Time and time again in my life, I see that it didn't work and then something else came of it that was better. And so, you know, I, I, maybe I just don't dwell on the fact that I do have things that don't work or I do have failures because I just keep going and realize, you know, that just wasn't meant to be. And tried it, but let's move on and see what's coming up next. So I just try and keep that face to the sun. And it's a brilliant way to look at it. It really is. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of it as well. I mean, we, I think we do definitely build our successes off the back of our quote-unquote failures. And really? Every path it's a learning we take experience. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. anything, if you look at anything in your life, it was a result of something else. For and sure. Those things aren't always going to be the most pleasurable things. There's always going to be bumps along the road, but it's just it's just keeping that mental clarity and staying persistent and just eliminating distractions and getting to where you want to be ultimately. Right. If if you had to if you had a little bit of time creating something with anybody from the past, from the present, it could be your friend, it could be family if you want. What do you think that you would create next and who do you think you would create it with if you could choose anything? Honestly, I think I, this goes back to what I'd like to do with the company as a whole. The Fitspark Health is my main parent company. I really would like more time in order to be able to develop that and, and see, again, if I could build that bridge between physical therapy and, and, and fitness and really see if I can give people the tools that they need in order to be able to maintain and improve their health. Because, you know, as the population grows older and as our kids seem less and less active, it's going to become even more and more important that people have tools at their fingertips to be able to look after their own health because the healthcare system won't be able to sustain that type of, of demand that we're using it now at, as, the, as the populations grow. So honestly, I just, I have such a belief in an active lifestyle in preventing injury and, you know, minimizing illness that that's truly where my heart lies right now. What do you do in combination with diet and, and fitness? You know what? I'm kind of old school, Heath. I'm kind of a, the, the, main, the you know line of thought of moderation is key. So I honestly don't follow a strict diet by any means. And I we try to. Um, I'm married to an Italian, so really I can't be. <laughs> I, I have certain limitations just to keep the in laws happy. Yeah. <laughs> so I love cheese. I love meat. <laughs> the carbohydrates, unfortunately, sometimes I may be overindulgent. But you know what? It's all in moderation, and you know it's just that balance. If you if you you know. I don't work out so that I can work off what I just ate. I just, that just doesn't work out. It, you know, numbers wise, even it just doesn't even work out. If you were to look at calories in calories out, you're never going to be able to work off what you ate. Um, so more for me, it's just like, okay, if I had a good balanced activity level this week, um, have I pushed myself that way? Do I feel that, you know, I, I can maybe have that in, indulgent meal and, and not feel guilty when I do, because I know that most of the time I'm making good choices and, um, just trying to eat whole foods, regular foods, and stay away from the processed stuff is my main thing. Yeah, processed stuff is the devil. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I mean, at least once a day I eat a whole pack of Oreos and do squats to try to make my body bigger. <laughs> I think it works flawlessly. 
<laughs> you know, I, I have to look at both my, where my, my husband's family comes from as an Italian. We have our nonna on that side who's 97 years old and still going strong. And my great-grandmother, who was 104 when she passed away. And, you know, I just oh, look wow. at the lifestyles that they both have and had and try and really emulate what they did because obviously they did it right, you know. And so um, I've got genes on my side, but at the same time know that we're living in a different world. And I just try to respect, um, you know, the old ways. Are the, are the processed foods and the GMOs as bad in Canada as they are in the United States? You know what? I, we do definitely have different rules and laws against that. So it's just different. Some things are allowed here that aren't there and vice versa. So I, there is definitely a difference. And in traveling through the states, I definitely see from region to region differences even in that. So I really just think it just depends on where you are. And you can always find fruits and vegetables and non-processed food where you go. So, again, that's the consistent thing. Yeah, you got to look for it, though, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm in Kentucky, the land of the double cheeseburger and <laughs> as much tobacco as you can cram down your throat at once. <laughs> and these people can literally chew tobacco while eating a triple cheeseburger from McDonald's. It's impressive. <laughs> it takes some talent, too. That, that, that persistence will get you there, too, America. <laughs> and Canada. It's all about balance. You know, you can do it every now and again, but that's not your daily meal. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Tammy, if you had to battle Godzilla, how do you think you would use your creativity or talents or fitness ninja skills to defeat that big, crazy, lazy bastard? Oh, burpee challenge right now. Let's go, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are hard. <laughs> Burpees are kind of the love to hate exercise for sure. They kick your butt and they're good for you, but you hate them. Ugh. <laughs> do you have Do you have any? What's like the maximum length of burpees you have people do in your app? The longest intervals for the most advanced level, because you can choose beginner, um, advanced, and elite levels in the app. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so you can be beginner right up to the advanced levels. Um, is a 50 second interval on? So you basically would exercise no more than 50 seconds at a time before getting a break. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Godzilla is calling you right now and he wants that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is real life. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I really, I really appreciate you coming on. This is, this is awesome. I mean, you've been such a value and, and I'm so pumped that you were able to create this app and get it out there and, and help people with this because you're solving a huge problem. And it really did just start with you. I mean, if anybody out there, has an idea or, or has created a solution for their own problem. Even if there's somebody else out there that has made something similar, it doesn't mean that it's going to be like your idea. Just do it. Reach out to people, get some mentors, make friends with people and keep connections with them because you never, ever know what it can turn out to be. And I just like, it just blows my mind. Every single one of these conversations I have where I hear that, I just get so pumped up and I start <laughs> fist pumping. I break windows and stuff, but Truly. Yeah, no, it's been those people around me who have gone before and pushed the boundaries and really inspired me to do the same that have got me to where I am right now and continue to drive me to keep on going for sure. Okay, where can our listeners find you, get in contact with you? Obviously, we have FitSpark. Is it FitSpark.com or FitSparkApp.com? FitSpark.com, yeah. 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 FitSpark.com is the app website, so you can find out more there. Or you can just Google or, I guess, search. It would be in the App Store or Google Play Store, FitSpark. You'll find them both there. And uh, social media, like I said, Instagram is at TinCam. 
Twitter is MyFitSpark, and Facebook is FitSpark. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah. Awesome. And do you have any favorite advice or resources or guides or books or anything that you've been a big fan of that have helped you along the way that you want to drop on here for our heady little listeners to, to check out themselves? You know, and I totally got to shout out Shalene Johnson because without her and her courses, both Smart Success and Marketing Impact Academy, I would not be doing this now. One, Smart Success is one that got me to do the app itself and Marketing Impact Academy has been, is actually open right now for taking new members. Um, that's what has been my groundwork for marketing for the app to date and what got me to hit number 17, or sorry, no, number 17 within a couple weeks of me launching the app here in the Canadian App Store. So honestly, it's, um, yeah, I can't shout out Shalene Johnson enough because she's done a huge amount to educate me in this last year. Um, and Amy Porterfield is another that has inspired me and that I am a total podcast addict now. Um, and yeah, she's, she's one that good. I listen to for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, her podcast is awesome, obviously. Yeah. She's speaking yeah. at the... Isn't she a speaker at the big, what's the big podcast? Social media, social media yeah, yeah. world. Yep. Yeah. With Michael Selzner. Have you read Which I love new, too. I love him too. <laughs> have you read her new book? I haven't yet. It's on my list. Yeah. It's on my list. I haven't either. Sure. I was just wondering. I heard it was really good. I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. No, I love listening to her. She's got, she's just full of so many tips and um, yeah, practical advice for sure. We'll put all that in the show notes at artsynow.com and, and everybody can get on there and check this out. And Tammy, once again, you're awesome. I cannot say thank you enough for coming on and sparking up the audience. You see what I did there? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> thank just, you. <laughs> yeah, everybody get out there and, and do something crazy. You know, every, every day is literally a bonus round, so just slow down. Enjoy something beautiful. Enjoy your family. Take it one step at a time. You are your own lottery ticket, and like Honorary Quarter always says, committed eats impossible for breakfast and break the rules but first break the rulers and tammy thank you so much for being the archipreneur now thank you Heath. <laughs> and always remember <laughs> to keep it so funky totally funky chicken <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the archipreneur now for all the show notes it's artsynow.com if you want to be a guest on the show, email me at create at artsynow.com or on Twitter at HB underscore Armstrong. The music? Well, that's shaky feeling. Check them out. Ventura, California. Ta-ta! Keep it funky.